Hey Seacasters, I'm your host, Christy Swedling, and welcome to Yo Balance Co. We'll be talking about everything to do with health, fitness, well-being, and the power of your thoughts and the mind. So listen up, tune in, and let's grow together. Okay, Seacasters, restrictions are starting to relax, gyms are opening, and I don't know about you, but I definitely haven't been my healthiest or fittest self through isolation. So today on Yo Balance Co., I have brought to you former trainer from the TV show Biggest Loser, author, presenter, and mother, Libby Babette. Libby is so educated when it comes to health and fitness, so throughout this episode, I am basically just picking at her brain, not only for you guys, but for myself also. And Libby did actually lose her period a few years back because of health issues. So within this episode, she actually gives step-by-step tips on how she got her cycle back. Get comfy because this episode is a goodie. Hello, Libby, and welcome to Your Balance Co. Hello, gorgeous. Thank you so much for having me on. No, I am so excited. So did you know Libby is actually like a part of like my baby name list? I have a baby name list in my phone. I'm one of them and Libby's on it. That's nice. Mm. I like that. I like that. It's a gorgeous name. It's uh, it's one of those uh, because my actual name is Elizabeth. But oh, my, I like Libby. I, yeah. I like Libby better. Yeah. I'm so not an Elizabeth or yeah. Liz. But my dad used <laughs> to watch like, like I know, right? Worry. Used to watch like Western movies and, you know, the old John Wayne's one. They had one that was like Libby. So it's like he was like, <laughs> can we call her a Libby? <laughs> Which I kind of love. It's so, so much nicer. You know? Yeah. It's short. It's easier. It's free. <laughs> yes, totes. I love it. So, Libby, can you please um, tell our listeners a little bit about your background and your fitness journey and what's led you to where you are today? Yeah, I guess I, I come at fitness from a, a little bit of a, a different place. I've, mm. uh, oh gosh, fitness in the, the health industry is, I think saved my my life or at least my lifestyle so many times. Um, but I, I guess the when I switched into this industry was when I was um, in my early 20s mm-hmm. and I actually got this very random um, case of malignant hypertension, which is basically crazy, crazy high blood pressure yeah. that starts to sort of uh, affect your, your organs and all the rest of it. But for me, I didn't know what it was at first. And I, it just came out as all of a sudden I was getting these crazy headaches and nausea every day. And I couldn't stand bright lights. And I was, you know, whereas usually I'm a pretty confident person, I would, uh, the lightest hint of any, I don't know, anything that would normally give you a bit of nerve, but you can hide it easily. Yeah. <laughs> I'd start like sweating and fully shaking my whole body. It was just crazy. So, um, did I had, it affect your hormones or anything? What was it really, really? did? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't, know it at the time because mm. this went on for I was just dealing with the symptoms for ages like close to a year yeah. you know you're young you're invincible yeah. it's like whatever I'm <laughs> fine anything, I don't, yeah. I've just got a bug and then another yeah. one but it, why yeah. they're the same symptoms yeah and um yeah one day I I went to donate blood because I'm an O negative so everyone wants my blood you can go to everyone <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. I went I do that regularly and I um they freaked out completely because my blood pressure which is usually you know they say like 120 over 70 is healthy and usually fast being, well, I'm not that young anymore, but you know, yeah. when, <laughs> when I was fast yeah. and had a big metabolism. <laughs> um, for fit people, yeah. you know, it, it basically it, it's usually a bit lower than that as well. And it was on this day, it was about 280 something. Did they freak out? Over 150 something. Well, they're like, oh, darling, yes. we need to race you to hospital. They were <laughs> right like, now. Uh, we need to call an ambulance now. Aww. I was like, why? And then, of yeah. course, I start shaking. Yeah, <laughs> the shakes came and I on. I sick. And, and, but it all made sense. I thought, okay, okay, like, this is what's been going on for the past it's almost good, year. Because then you know that there is. Is, there's an underlying issue there. Completely. Yeah. But this was a – it was quite um, 
terrible by the time we find out, found out what it was. It was, I mean, that is absolute stroke territory. They couldn't believe I hadn't had a stroke oh, yet wow. at this point. Yeah. So if you, I, do you find if like if you were older, would you? I, I think that, I think was, probably yeah, you know yeah, who knows but yeah. I think my age was definitely with me yeah exactly <laughs> that one exactly. I was I was probably 20 23 ish at the time yeah. or so were you into health and fitness then at all when you're in your early 20s I would say I thought I was but mm. I wasn't so I you know I'd been a kind of sporty kid in high school so I would still work out but I didn't I think like most people, I didn't really know what healthy eating was. Like I thought that what healthy eating was was what the marketing on TV told me was at that time. And magazines and, you know, the diets and stuff like that. Yeah. And at that time, like for for me, it was like, you know, cereal for breakfast. Yeah, yeah. All the stuff that's like, you know, a a brand muffin or or healthy muesli bars, special K. (laughs) I know, right? And, you know, um, I don't know, whatever it might be, all those things, you know, the the – microwavable dinners or whatever whatever yeah, you think when what you're you young. Would see. What, what, <laughs> yeah. what media would market as healthy? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't really have much of an understanding. I was a journalist at the time and I was working really, really hard. And I remember the doctor had to put me on a crazy amount of medication so that I would be comfortably not going to have a stroke at mm. least. And well, I that's, was, what, that's usually what they just go to, you know, as soon as there's an issue. Okay, oh, medicate. Totally. Medication. And pills. Look, mm. I will say at that point, that was definitely necessary. Yep. Like it was beyond mm. beyond the help of broccoli at mm. that point. Yeah, exactly. But they, it was a huge amount of medication. Yeah. And, you know, the bottom line was that medication, you know, I feel it. I lost my cycle. Mm. I, I, I didn't then have a cycle after that for 13 years. Wow. Like it, it really destroyed a lot of my inner health. I've, yeah. I would get, you know, whenever I'd get my bloods done, my inflammation levels would be high. So it was quite a, you know, although it was supposed to be something that didn't really affect all of that, mm. it, it, really, it did. really did. And yeah. um, I got, you know, I sort of said, is there anything else I can do? And it was like, no, maybe try and reduce a bit of salt in your diet, but otherwise you're fine. Yeah. We don't know what this has come from. They don't really give you anything to do after. They don't really give you much guide. It's kind of like, here's the medication and go from Yeah. There and I sort of yeah. Is there anything else I can do? No, but you can't exercise from here oh, on in. Wow. So I was told to stop exercise. And so for me, I like I said, I was a journalist at the time and I thought, no, no, this is not good enough. Like surely I can I, I'm gonna go investigate, you yeah, know? Yeah, exactly. And do so, your own research. Yeah. 100%. So I interviewed some of the most amazing person in the industry. It was the first time I'd come across, you know, naturopaths and, and, and you know, understood, talking to great nutritionists and talking to doctors mm. who were integrative and all of that stuff. And and I kind of had – was my light bulb moment of, oh, there's a lot more that I can do. And actually what the marketing is telling me is healthy isn't is really it? healthy. Yeah. It's yeah. what they want me to think is healthy so I yeah. buy it, you know. Yeah. And so it was my first foray into, okay, there's a health world out there and I just got obsessed with it. And so, you know, I started to understand that, you know, it was funny before we logged on here we were talking about what we had for breakfast and, exactly, you know, yeah. you were saying – you had an omelette with veggies and tuna exactly. and olive oil. Real and food, whole foods. Real yeah. food. Rather like than food. just cereal. And, yeah. yeah, and I think it's funny because now that I look at health or what people say are healthy foods from the outside in, I'm like – you know, people, we're really marketed to believe things like breakfast should be a totally different meal to the rest of your day, like mm. that it has to be these cereals or whatever. I breakfast every day anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it, shouldn't it just be the same exactly, uh, yeah. as the other, you food, know, yeah. it's food and, and the best like, food. We shouldn't like label and identify food for different timings yes, and everything like that. 100%. And, you know, saying you can only have chocolate at like night time. You know, yeah. it's all about really listening to your body. And in fact, some of the things like that is like a dessert at night after dinner is probably the worst time you can have it. Exactly. So exactly. It's, it's interesting. Mm. Like I find these these concepts of you know what people what we're marketed to or when we're marketed to have these things is is completely the opposite often to what and we should do it's kind of like um 
the the reason why that is it's not because of health, it's because of money. You know, hundred percent marketing yes. is not really to do with our health. That's not their, that's not their focus. Is our actual health is not to benefit yes. that. It's just money and it's completely. Crazy. And so that was my first kind of I call it like the awakening where I yeah. was like, oh wow. And when I investigated, I spoke to dozens and dozens and dozens of incredible experts around the world. And what I realized was health is actually a lot simpler than what we're told that it is yeah. you know we're told it's this complex thing we must have these for zero or we need these great diets to make us x y and z and mm. actually it's, it's or pills or superfoods or yeah. incorporate all these expensive things into our diet and it's and we don't address the thing that yeah. actually we can control from the next meal or snack and at every meal or snack they're in and and by choosing to take a little walk or whatever it might be so i then kind of got this real itch to to gonna go and educate people and say hey there's a sim- simpler way to do all this and to yeah. feel amazing and, and here's what it is and and then as I was starting to get back into exercise I realized everyone did the same with exercise they were complicating it you had to do x reps and big sets and you know you had to do this amount of cardio mm. and cardio versus strength and I was like this is actually it's a lot simpler to stay healthy from an exercise point of view than people think too so yeah. I went out to make exercise fun and consistent and I went out to kind of help people understand simple health and that's where I guess I stepped in and went this is the quickest path for me to do that and, and I love doing it and, yeah. and that was my entry point. Yeah. So, yeah, so since then I've, as you know, I've kind of owned a bunch of gyms. I've been on The Biggest Loser Transformed. I've worked with a lot of different people and athletes and regular people and it's been a really cool journey. So, And do you find yeah. most people do benefit when you do come with that simpler approach? Completely. Mm. Although I do find that people um, push against it to start with. So, you know, uh, if someone comes to me and says, I've seen these diet shakes in the chemist um, where I can replace two of my meals per day with this <laughs> plus one snack. <laughs> and, you know, would and- you stick to that? Like, <laughs> oh my gosh. That- but also, they're, they're not, when you look at the ingredients, they're not very healthy foods. There's no. too much protein in one serve. Yeah. There's too much, it's just a, it's a whole bunch of inflammation waiting to happen. Mm. And, you know, for people, for example, with IBS, like we talked yeah, about exactly. earlier, and, yeah. and, or anything that's underlying, it's just, it's a whole mess waiting to happen. Mm. Again, it's this marketing of what we need to do to lose weight, and it's not true. So I, um, you know, I'll say, let's. No, let's yeah, <laughs> let's exactly. talk about how we can get there. Yeah. And and people push against it. No, but I've been told, you know, I need this. I, I want something quick. I want something mm. fast. And an actual fact, if you do the right thing by your body, it will happen quicker and faster and, and last longer than those things anyway. But um, there's always a bit of a, a bit of a pushback. Uh, exactly. But once people again have their own kind of awakening to it, and they just go, you know what? Okay, I'll give this a shot. Uh, I mean, the, the results last and yeah. they feel amazing. And I'm not just talking about weight results here, of course. It's, you know, they have more energy, they feel better, their body's more consistently lean. Yeah. Like, you know, their they, mind's they, clearer, everything, yes. all of the above. Yeah, everything just becomes better. Like, your daily tasks become easier. Completely. And it yeah. is, it is, I think if there's like one message I could say to people is, you know, it is easier than we think. And mm. actually, the secret to maintain it because people say, yeah, but, you know, I can't stand healthy food forever. It's not about that, you know. You can you can have your treats and your soul food, exactly. as I call it, whatever else. But in actual fact, you have to train your brain to love eating healthy food, mm. to love moving mm. it. You know, if you just say, oh, I have to, I should eat this salad, I have to, your brain's going to push against that eventually. Yeah. You have to go, oh, I'm so excited to eat this amazing mm. salad. You know, mm. it's full of nutrients. It's going to make me so energised. Like I love choosing this beautiful crispy apple. Yeah. It keeps me lean. It keeps me healthy. Over a period of time, your taste buds actually change. They do. And they start they to love like healthier foods more. Like yes. for example, now if I if I had Maccas or KFC, I actually probably wouldn't like it because I haven't had it for that long. Well, I had this experience actually recently where – I was just going into this whole COVID um, time and it was interesting because I went, it was one of probably the last airplane, airplane flights I had and most things were shutting down. 
But in one of the places there was like a red rooster or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and I remember they had this one thing when I was little, like this like crispy chicken mayo thing that I used to love. Anyway, there was nothing in the airport. I was starving. I'd like maxed out on my snacks. I had nothing to do. And I was like, I need some food. You know yeah. what? I'm going to have a treat. I'm going to have that thing I used to love when I was a teenager. Oh, it was so disgusting. Oh, I was expecting yeah. it to be amazing and yeah. I put it in my mouth and I was like, oh. It's not even that great. You it was taste gross. the grease and stuff. Oh, yeah. I had to chuck it out. And so it's interesting. You, you do. You t- your just taste buds completely change and it kind of like adapts to your healthy food and it learns completely. to love it. And, and yeah. your, but your mind also has to learn to love it. You have to go, I love choosing yeah, this exactly. food. You know, they look at you this beautiful, feel, crunchy apple. I got the feeling apple. now. I eat to how I want to feel. Yeah. You know, like totally. if I if I know I want to feel good after a meal, so I'll have things that are, making, are going to help me make me feel energized and feel healthy yes. like I know if I'm gonna sit down and eat like a whole pizza or a takeaway I'm not gonna feel my best so I've started to actually switch my focus to eating meals that make me feel a certain way totally and I, I just like with exercise if you think about I often think about like how I'm gonna feel after I eat it so you know how if you're lying in bed and you your alarm goes off and you're like oh I just want to snooze it but if you think oh how am I gonna feel in an hour if I've got up and I've moved my body and I've done this yeah and you that so gets, oh, yeah. gets you out of bed rather exactly. than thinking how you feel right now and I mm. often do that with food as well like how am I gonna feel after I eat this and sometimes you feel like being naughty like mm. you know sometimes and I, I think this is great like if you save those you know red wine yeah. cheeky bit of chocolate whatever for when you're like I feel like just being a little bit of a rebel tonight I want to yeah. feel like I'm like you know I deserve it yeah, yeah. exactly then it that's means so much too. more it means so much more yes. too when you don't have it like so often yes I think that yeah. like if you have a if you have half a bottle of wine every night you start to get this feeling <coughs> that, <Me. yeah. laughs> that's you know, I'm, I'm getting there, I'm but, getting there, it's isolation. Isolation, let's, let's ignore the isolation time, we'll move forward to, we'll fast forward. But yeah, I can't really do. sit back and be like, yeah, them people, <laughs> that's me. But truly so though, good. after a while, don't you start to feel a bit like, oh, I'm doing it again? You don't start yeah. to feel good about it. And you don't, like I, I've noticed, like, you know, I'm actually speaking from like experience here, I've noticed that because I have been having almost a whole bottle of wine every single night, I don't enjoy it as much, it just becomes... No. It's just, it's just something normal. you do. This yeah, is it. Whereas yeah. if you save it for a couple of glasses on a Friday or Saturday night, yeah. it feels really lovely. Yeah. And I think that's the difference. I always use this um, this example of, you know, if you're – like if I take Izzy, who's my toddler, by the way, guys, uh, if I take her to the beach on a warm summer's day and we have an ice cream on the beach, that feels like – I almost feel emotional thinking about it now. It feels yeah. so good and so fun. But if I'm sitting on the couch having – a bowl of ice cream every night that starts to feel you don't enjoy uh, it as much it, yeah. no. it just becomes your normal your normal way of eating and yeah. you want to be making habits like every single day that are going to exactly. like, fulfill that healthy lifestyle so yeah same as like if you if you have a movie night on a Friday yeah. night with your housemates or your family that feels like something exciting to look forward to but if you are sitting on the couch on your ass for three hours watching Netflix every night you know that kind of sucks exactly (laughs) and it feels like it does too so it doesn't feel like you said having things like that to look forward to it actually kind of motivates you to continue on that healthy lifestyle because you do have them things to look forward to so that's something that I always suggest to those who ask for advice with sticking to healthy eating is plan you know your treat nights plan in things that are going to make you be consistent and to keep you on track because you have something to look forward to so you're more likely to you know stay on track yeah and it's and if you, you know, I always use a little like a little one-two rule for all mm. those things. Like, you know, do it 
once or like one or two serves once or twice a week. Yeah. So, you know, if it is that it's you love wine, have one or two glasses once or twice a week and you can then just plan that in and and it feels so exciting to look forward to. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For um, like going back on like, you know, planning foods and everything like that, if people have specific goals, whether it is with weight loss or wanting Mm. to put on um, muscle or tone up, do you suggest anything like tracking or like online programs or what, what do you suggest? So the first thing I suggest is actually understanding, having education around food. Yep. So I actually do, I have a program myself called Sneak, the Sneaky Nutrition Reset. And it, rather than being something which is like calories, macros, blah, blah, it is a program that would lead into that stuff if you want it to, or just, it might be all that you need. Because the first thing you need to do is actually understand food. And most people don't. Mm. So, you know, they think they do because of what they see marketed or what they read. But if you well, actually- they think that, you know, this food makes you fat, this food keeps you healthy. Totally. Like food is not, uh, there's no morality around it. It's not yeah. good or bad. It's it's food. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you, you can use it to your benefit. So yeah, there's going to be certain foods, like food totally. groups that are going to help you feel better or push you like um, with your goals and yes. everything like that. And just be mindful of that. And the bottom line is people don't really understand why. So if I mm. say to someone, oh, you shouldn't really just eat your cereal for breakfast, they're like, I don't understand why, therefore I still will. The packet yeah. says I should. But if I go into, I help them to understand and educate them around the science behind it. So what happens once that cereal with milk and honey goes into your mouth and into your system, the fact that your insulin levels are, you know, skyrocket, your blood sugars go up and then you're going to drop and you're going to be on a roller coaster all day where you're yeah. craving and only you'll only want quick energy and you start to explain that and then you explain what the effect is rolling on into your liver and your mm. your brain and your focus and by the time you get to understanding that bit by bit and you understand how if you were to have a couple of boiled eggs with some olive oil and veggies instead, the difference it would make to how it set your body up for the day, your energy levels throughout the day, how many few, how fewer cravings you'll have, mm. you know, uh, what it will help you to do and, and the outcomes it will have. Yeah. And just what's happening on the inside, people start to, once they know that, they can't unknow it. Yes. And so every time you're thinking you're going to eat something, it's like, you, I, I don't know, for me, I... Like more aware of the disadvantages that it could do to your body and it's kind of like yeah. oh do I actually you know want do I this? want that yeah. and yeah. people have to realize that when you're hungry whatever you eat is going to make you feel better and if you even if just having something like that in your brain to go whether I eat an egg or a bread roll here mm. I am not going to be hungry anymore mm. and I will then be able to make a better decision so I always say just choose something healthy to eat first and then see what you feel like eating afterwards exactly. because yeah. nine times out of ten that hunger's taken off and you'll be like yeah. okay and there's uh, you know you can do little things in your brain like do a little banana test I always say yeah. if you're if you figure out whether you're actually hungry or not decide whether if you had a banana it would satisfy you and if it wouldn't and you really just want the cookies you know that you just want the cookies and then you know yeah. make it soul food or decide exactly. not to have it so yeah it's, it's one of those things where if you give people little tools and tests and help them to understand as well what's happening when they put food in mm. so we go through a little sequence where in we just focus on one habit a week because it's to be honest, it is habits that make you choose to do something or not. It's yeah, not It's not really craving, it's habits. Mm. Like, you know, having chocolate after dinner every night, that's a habit. It's a habit. It's not really a craving and it becomes a craving because you know after dinner you get you've your created treat. the habit of the treat. Exactly. Totally. So it's not really a craving. It's not like your body's like, I need chocolate because it doesn't really know the difference between – it knows like micronutrients and macronutrients, yeah. not well, the food itself. It's, it's interesting. I, I Last week my toddler was a little bit sick and I, I – so I got this little cupboard in the house. I said, come the cupboard she's a bit grumpy I said I've got a surprise in there yep. for you and I brought out this little sticker book that was a surprise and the next day I did the same thing I've had the two days when I had her at home because she was sick I've got a surprise for you 
Anyway, what do you think happened on the third day? Where was that sticker book, Mum? Oh, where's that she goes, surprise? Mummy, prize, prize. Yeah. I said, oh, no, no prize this day. That was for when you were sick. No, Mummy, prize. Yeah, and it was like it. this tantrum yeah. and she wanted her prize and that's what she'd had after her sleep each day. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, I've done that She was thing. craving it. <laughs> she was craving it. She was craving it, yeah. The craving was there. And, you know, it's a habit and those yeah. th- habits are really easy to form um, mm. if they're if they're ones that are easy and they're sometimes tougher to form if they're, mm. if they're things you have to work on, but mm. they're the things that set you up for success. So, you know, you know, just even looking at things like if people are, you know, a lot of people don't look at liquids. So it's like, you know, they're like, I'm eating really healthy. I don't understand why I'm not hitting my results, but they're having four lattes a day. And yeah. that realistically is over a liter of milk, which has a lot of sugar, a lot of fat. Um, and it's liquid. So it, you, you don't feel like it's a meal. So you eat on top of it, whereas yeah. really it's a meal. So, exactly. you know, it's yeah. uh, they're these little things that it may just be switching to black coffee that can have that huge mm. effect. So it's a habit swaps that do so much. So much. Yeah. Like yeah. just looking at what you're doing consistently yeah. that may not be supporting your health mm-hmm. can be a huge thing, you know, mm. uh, whether it is toast and honey for breakfast or loads of lattes all day or just making little swaps so so we actually go through changing one habit a day so you know week one is just focusing on the proteins fibers and healthy fats for breakfast as opposed to cereal week two is reducing refined sugar week three is looking at anti-inflammation yeah. for your gut then it's swap don't stop then it's learning to read menus and, and nutritional i really things. like that you break it down it yeah, does it really it simplifies it so then you can kind of like ace one thing at a time rather yes. than having that all or nothing attitude and being like okay i have to eat super clean cut out coffee yeah do this cut out totally. alcohol all in the one week of course you're not going to want to do that and that's not going to yes. motivate you totally that wouldn't motivate me no and i'm already healthy well, and fit exactly. <laughs> the thought of that despises me <laughs> exactly but changing one thing like just changing your breakfast for a week and yeah. then you're in a cam ready and then cutting out sugar and you can reintroduce but it's that kind of one week at a time and then if it serves you you keep that habit or you stuck them yeah. and um yeah there's actually a really cool book about this called atomic habits it's a really good oh, one to love to that. Audio. Yeah. it's a good one yeah. isn't it it's I, just yeah amazing so you want to learn more about habits that's a yeah. good one oh it is yeah you can um they have it on um blinkers so you guys know that i have the app blinkers where i listen to it on my phone the app and it's so good because with like this app blinkers it does it like it um talks about the book like obviously like through audio so you can listen to it in your car and everything but it also like simplifies it simplifies, yeah summarizes. summarizes it within that's 15 good. minutes it's so good that is so good yeah, yeah. and you know uh, most books that's all you need so yeah, exactly yeah exactly <laughs> you know, it's good but yeah so it is it's it's interesting like the first thing I always say to people is if you before you go and do diets and all the rest of it and before you do that educate yourself understand food mm. you know and like I said I've got that program there but there are many programs that can help you do that or books that will help you do that mm. you know just actually learn about food first mm. learn about you know what happens when you eat a carbohydrate when you eat a protein what are some good sources what are artificial sugars be mindful of how them? you feel after you have these certain things you know completely like, you, like you're saying you know after you feel after you have a carbohydrate a protein like yes. I know for me like this could be a lot to do with because I do um did stuff with irritable bowel syndrome if I'm having something that is like high carb or high sugar yeah I instantly can feel it like I get I actually get headaches yeah and I feel I feel nauseous as well yeah. and I can find that um my clarity isn't really there like I feel a little bit more over the shop like I less I, focused yeah, yeah yeah do you find that has a lot to do with sugars or yeah and it yeah. can and the thing is the beautiful thing is and the interesting thing is mm. it's actually different per person as well so I've done a, a bit of work as well looking into kind of gene testing and it's really interesting oh, well, yeah. to see that in 
using genetic testing, when your results come back, for a lot of people, uh, carbs will do that. For others, they actually need more carbs to operate effectively. But the interesting thing is people don't realize you think carbs, you think white bread, but realistically, carbs are also starchy vegetables like sweet potato and potato and Mm. carrot and, you know, it's fruit and it's it's healthy grains like brown rice. It doesn't have to be these refined sugar products, but certainly I think for everyone, those refined like white bread or or lolly-ish or carbohydrate products, they are... They, they just they skyrocket your blood sugar levels. Yeah. They drop them down again. Because it's not just the carb that is in that. Like surely isn't there like wheat and oh yeah, gluten and sugar. A lot of that stuff. Yeah. There's a, yeah. there's a whole bunch of different things. Yeah. They're refined products. They're made. Exactly, yeah. You've got to keep in mind that. Um, there are few mainstream products that have your health at mind, mm. you know, when they're making their products. They they want to make it so that it tastes amazing. And cheap. And che- yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And it's interesting in creating my, my own food products, uh, it was an interesting because I went in going, there are no healthy protein snack bars in here or healthy snack bars and I want to make some. I want to make it from real food and I don't want to use crappy artificial sugars or sugars or dates rely on that stuff. But doing that and making it affordable is difficult. You know, it was a difficult process. And I said, and that's to, why products like yourself are rare. It's so rare. Yeah. And I remember saying like, I now understand why people take shortcuts, but yeah. we won't do it. But I understand because, mm. you know, the difference between playing four dollars for something or paying two is a big difference and um so when you when you do see products that cost a little bit more than usual you know they've probably used those good ingredients exactly. it's it's, it's going to help you in the long run it's the same as a house like yeah i've um rented house like so many different houses in the past where you can tell that the landlord has like chosen the cheap doorknob yes. at bunnings <laughs> right. do you know what i mean they've chosen a cheap doorknob and at the start <laughs> totally. it works fine yeah but after a few months not so much a hundred percent like food a hundred percent and mm. i think as well with a lot of those you know I think, you know, a lot of those dietish products, so whether it's, a, you know, artificial sugars or whether it's a, something that's bulked up with protein so it's supposed to look like it's high protein, low carb, whatever, um, you know, a lot of those products are really terrible for your gut as you've probably found mm-hmm. out. Like for me, if I have any of those sugar-free Whatever chocolate Ooh. sugars that have the, yeah that have like the maltitol in, in it for a long time oh, yeah and I don't even have gut health pro- pro- problems I rarely bloat yeah. but I will instantly my whole I belly cannot have sugar free things yeah like, it's yeah. the worst sugar free ice cream oh, bye. No. so I'll you're be pregnant. better yeah, yeah. right <laughs> yeah, so no. you're better off having the the, the naughty product yeah, exactly the, for want of a better word yeah but having the proper product having a little bit of it people yeah. have these you know they think with if it's skim milk they can suddenly have four times the amount because exactly. it's skim but it's laden with sugar that you don't see and. Again, that is like um, you're feeding that habit of knowing that you can have that quantity. And at the end of the day, if, you know, if your goal is to like lose a bit of body fat or lose a bit of weight, it's all about, you know, quantity. And if you're going to have a whole tub of um, Halo Top ice cream, yes, it is the healthier version, but you're actually programming and making that habit to having a whole tub of ice cream is okay. Oh, completely. Mm. I really agree with you there. Like for that, yeah, t- totally. I mean, portion sizes do matter. Exactly. And I often get asked questions like, what kind of milk do you drink? What? And I say, well, I kind of vary it, but I just have a little bit. Like I will uh, – I can't remember the last time I had a, a big latte, but I love a cup of coffee with a dash of milk in it. Yeah. And that's, you know, and, and it's interesting. Like it, people just uh, – too much of it, anything is too much, you know. And yeah, exactly. Protein gets held up as this amazing thing, but too much protein is too much too. Too yeah. much healthy fats is too much too, you know. like Exactly, uh, too much of anything. Yes. It's about making them habits of just having balance and incorporating little things Completely. every now and again. Completely, which is why it kind of makes me giggle when people say, oh, I'm on the paleo diet and I don't understand why I'm gaining weight. Yeah. And it's like, well, the, the principle 
principles of that are, are really, really good, but it doesn't mean you can eat endless amounts of the paleo food. Mm. In fact, if you're doing that kind of diet, you actually have to get used to eating less because it is high fat, high dense food, like, exactly. you know. And so it's an interesting one. Like for me, it's, you know, un- starting to understand food is number one. Then after you understand the science behind food, understand how, uh, you know, what works for you yeah. and make changes one at a time yeah. because small changes that stack up are better. So even if you can just, even if you do one thing and that one thing is to look at every meal and snack and go, how can I make it a little bit healthier? Just a yeah. little bit healthier. Yeah. You know, whether it is that you're going to have crackers and hummus and you're going to sub half the crackers for carrot sticks and that's yeah. a little bit healthier, but you're still yeah. getting, you know, a few crackers and the hummus and yeah. great. You know, whether it is that you're going to have chocolate tonight and mm. you can go for the 85% over the 70%, that's a little bit healthier. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, just little things that add up are I, bigger, I love that. In the bigger picture, yeah, it, it means such so, so much. And like I like what you were saying before how people, they turn to like paleo diets or low-carb diets and thinking that they this is key and this is what's going to yes. help. But if your overall habits and what you're doing on a daily basis and, you know, if you're eating too much of that, it's mm. not going to actually benefit you in the way that you're wanting. So Completely. I do believe in these diets if you feel like diets or lifestyle or way of eating, if you say, um, if you feel like they're working for you. But if yeah. you see others doing them on social media, it doesn't mean they're the diet for you and that's what you mm. have to do in order to eat healthier or in order to lose weight or be fitter. It's just a way of living for some other people. So it's like take it with a grain of salt. And and also any diet, for want of a better word, that you go on or any way of eating you do will have a good result because your attention is on improving what you're doing. Mm. So, you know, I think that the, att- the focus on it is a really, really positive thing and none of those things, I'm not someone who's like, that's terrible and that's great yeah but um sometimes or often they're not step one either so people don't really understand how difficult it is to actually have a proper keto diet i had to do it once for a three-month stint while i was going on a specific course of medication and it was it was a health thing you know because it's been used medically a lot of keto diet and you know, if I'd have two stalks of broccoli, that would throw my ketones out. You know, people don't realize <laughs> how strict you have to be. Hundred percent. <laughs> so often, what they're doing is just a really high fat yeah. diet, mm. which is fine. But you know, if you've got to, you've got to understand it. So. Um, it's not often step one. Like if you're playing a video game that has 10 levels, you don't start at level eight because you've got to learn the game, understand it and Very slowly true. build yeah. up. And the so, manual. I, yeah. So start with just, you know, can I make this a little bit healthier? Oh, that's yeah. me. You know, I, can I add some veggies to this? Can I swap this cereal mm. for some eggs and veggies? Mm. Could I, you know, look at a healthier version of fat? Mm. Could I, you know, eliminate all the um, the nasty inflammatory fats from my diet first? Yeah. You know, the sunflower, safflower, yeah. rice bran oils, all yeah. those, and just stick to healthy oils like olive oil or exactly. avocados. And-, and there's so many ways to educate yourself with food and health now, like podcasts, mm. everything, rather than um, watching Netflix, yeah. watch documentary about health, about yeah. food. It really is like there's so many resources out there that can help us and it's about making Completely. that little bit of an effort to, like you said, start start at square one to educate yourself more about it. Educate yourself yeah. and, and also don't take anything at, at gospel. Like I always say, yeah. you know, look at various sources and then take the best 5% you learn from all those and exactly. apply it to your own method yeah. um, because everyone is a little bit different. It depends what level of activity you're doing. Mm. Like at the moment since we've been in isolation, I've been live streaming, building our on-demand library of workouts and some days I'm working out for six hours. So I am having a higher level of carbohydrate now than I ever had, yeah. which I'll then reveal 
reverse as I come out of this and, and we've, you know, built that and we don't have to do that anymore. Mm. Um, but right now it's like uh, I'll You've need your carbs. That's why it's so yeah. mindful to be aware of what um, certain food groups do to your yes. body because if you are moving more and you're not upping your carbohydrates or you're not upping your yeah. intake, you are going to feel crap and you're not going to know why. Totally. And another time that that's important too, you know, as I mentioned before, when I had the blood pressure, I lost my cycle completely and didn't matter how, how did you get? Can I like um, talk a little yeah, bit more yeah, about that? Yeah, of course. Of how course. did you get that back? I have a lot of people on my social media because I did actually have an eating disorder mm. a few years back in my yes. um, early teenage life um, and a lot of people are asking a little bit about like their period and how to mm. get that back. Could you actually talk yeah. a little bit about that? And again, uh, keeping in mind, I'm, I'm not a nutritionist or a naturopath, but I have actually worked with a lot of women on this and yeah. very successfully. Um, so interestingly, I had, didn't have it for, like I said, about 13 years and it didn't seem to matter how healthy I got or whatever. It, it strugg- I struggled to get it back. So I went on a real mission a number of years ago to go, I, this is my last ditch effort. Like I want to have a kid, uh, you know, I'm in my late thirties. Mm. I really want to have a kid. And so I went on a big mission for it. So I found that some of the really, really, really important things are these things. First and foremost, when your sex hormones are starting to rise or have the opportunity to rise is kind of first thing in the morning. So if you do something in those very important hours of dawn uh, to stop that happening, it's much harder to get your period back. So things like if you wake up and the first thing you have is a coffee, that raises your cortisol levels and that stops that only it's either sex hormones or it's cortisol levels if you're in that place where you've not been had a regular cycle and it will stamp that out very quickly uh, and that will that will put a real stop on you helping to get your cycle back so mm-hmm. if you're someone that gets up you're trying to get your cycle back and the first thing you have is coffee nah get rid of it so the best thing you can do is actually you know have food actually within a shortish period of time after waking up so your body starts to feel nourished from the first weight doesn't have to be a lot it can be a little handful of nuts mm-hmm. a boiled egg or whatever it might be um and, and you know or, or it could just be that you have a something like calming like a turmeric latte made on coconut milk something that gives your body some sustenance yeah and don't have that first coffee until after you've had a good meal so that it doesn't it's not interfering with those sex hormones rising mm. and also your body's got something in it so you know if you have coffee on an empty tummy you get that like real high which is why people love doing it Uh, but it also it does affect your body much more strongly than if you have it after a meal and it's a slow rise same as if you were to wake up in the morning after fasting all night and you were to have jelly snakes your blood sugar level would skyrocket but if you were to have a few after you had a lunch meal it probably wouldn't have as much of an effect because there's proteins and it'll get slowed down you know so it's it's so not having that coffee first thing in the morning waiting till after a meal so waiting till mid-morning have your breakfast then have your coffee is a good thing yeah um, another thing that can really, really help there is anything, again, anything that will stress you out. So if you're waking up and first thing you do is get onto your emails and you're in a flurry and you're stress, 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 best not to do that either. Yeah. So best to let those, anything that brings your stress levels, your cortisol levels up. Um, even what about if, if you like, the first thing you do is like exercise, like, cause exercise is a form of stress on the body, isn't it? Totally. So yeah. that's something I had to cut out too. Mm. Um, not necessarily all exercise. I still did it first thing, but what I swapped my high intensity for was a walk. Now I'm an instructor, so it, different at the time. I was not doing all out to the beat workout. So I, instructing was fine. And then I'd take a little walk, have some breakfast and whatever else. Um, but for anyone else out there, I'd say swap that first thing in the morning, swap it for something that's gentle, whether it's Pilates or yoga or walking or, you know, something that's not going to make you go buzz straight away. Yeah. could be strength that you do some yeah. slow strength work so that you're, you can get your endorphin lift, but you don't get that like pumped to work yeah, out. Exactly. Like, you know, you're not going from like from bed to uh, we were talking about like a boxing studio where the lights are going crazy exactly. and the music's pumped up no 
don't do that. <laughs> yeah. So if yeah. you're trying to get that cycle back, calm in the mornings. Definitely well, there's, a, there's a reason why you've lost your period. So this is a time for 100%. you to kind of like heal your body. and Heal your body. Yeah. And it's not to say you can't do that high-intensity stuff, but leave it till later in the day. Interesting. So yeah. it might be that you you start your mornings with a beautiful walk in nature instead yeah. or some yoga or mm-hmm. you do some strength work and then maybe you go to the gym in the evening. Yeah. And that can be the only switch you need. Yeah. Um, or, you know, and again, doing that exercise the high intensity stuff once your body has some fuel so the other thing that's really important is that women actually do women that want to reproduce or want to have cycle you do need carbohydrates at basically every meal so that doesn't mean again we're not talking bread but for example um if you had this morning your omelet and tuna you had veggies in there and veggies have carbohydrates in them so Mm. um you know that can be really important and healthy fat so i always say some kind of fruits a form of carbohydrate you know what i did was i increased things like sweet potato so i'm you know or I had some half a cup of rice with my dinner instead of not having that. Um, In the mornings I'd, you know, I might have a grainy piece of toast or I might have just a lot of veggies in my, in my meal, something that has some um, fuel in it and healthy fats are really important too. So I increased things like olive oils and avocados and oily fish and, and those things. How long did Um, it take for you to stay consistent with these little So I would say the, and the last thing before we go there is sleep. Mm. Ah, right. Yep. Yep. And this is the one that people Mm. don't want to, um, admit to because <laughs> everyone's like no that's not having an effect yeah you know i get my six hours no yeah. no no be in bed for seven and a half to eight hours wow okay i, I made a real effort to go and this is hard for me right because i wake up at 4 30 in the morning yeah. so i had this you know i was like i must be in bed by like what's oh, that 8 30 at yeah, the time and, to get and, hours. yeah and even if i wasn't sleeping the whole time just being in there relaxing reading and then having your seven hours sleep whatever that wind down was important that's yeah you, you can't have those hormones without that so that's that um and i would say i had oh look that i made that decision towards the end of that summer so it probably would be around february marchish where i said this is my last effort yeah. like i really want to give this a whole effort and it wasn't quick i did all of these things and and i got my first cycle back in in like September, October, coming mm. into the next summer, so in the next spring, so it was it was it was a good like yeah. four to six months yeah. um, of being very consistent with good sleep, yeah. you know, good food, good carbs, good fats, and. N- not having that coffee or that yeah. intense exercise first thing. And I also reduced the amount of overall high intensity work I did. So I, I didn't reduce the amount of exercise. In fact, I increased it, but I did a lot of walking, yeah. a lot of walking, a lot of like yin yoga. And then I'd choose. It was say, just, you just switched what type of exercise I you switched were doing. it. And then I still did the high intensity stuff that I loved, but I'd do it maybe two or three times a week as opposed to yeah, in yeah. the afternoons yeah. or in the late mornings after I'd had some brekkie, you know, or before yeah. lunch times. Um, and I just would do that like nice, easy walk in the morning. So yeah, yeah that was, that's it. These are extremely helpful tips. I know they're going to help so many people. Oh, so I thank you so. so much for that. Touching base on exercise again. Yes. Because you were saying that, you know, you do switch between um, yoga and high-intensity exercise. Yes. Do you find that there is different types of exercise for different body types or different people that are better for them or? Yes, I, I do, but I don't at the same time. It depends. Like, like if yeah. you're talking about if they wanted to achieve a goal. Yeah, I do. And it, it depends on, again, their own metabolic rate. So yeah. different things work for different people. There are some people that de- – and it depends on the age too. Yeah. So, you know, what are you, early 20s now yep. or early mid-20s? Yep. Um, so when you're at that age, you've got 
awesome muscle quality mm. and you can get away with just doing cardio or whatever you really want you know as long as you're doing something and you're getting you're, you know you're doing you actually kind of need a lot of it because you've got energy to burn exactly, and, yeah. and you can be at your ultimate fittest um when you get sort of around uh my age because i'm 38 and a half now right so as what? you get older oh, you look amazing <laughs> oh, thank you. That's oh so my sad. god no <laughs> way it's lovely to i'm say. actually blown away here guys <laughs> i wish you could see god what she looks bless. like you've walked thank in as you. a bundle of energy and you just look beautiful you're glowing and i'm like oh my god <laughs> oh thank you gorgeous that's what i have to say but yeah it is um when you get older you do need more strength work yeah. and and it doesn't have to be i mean to be honest, I shouldn't say this because it is great for women, but I hate being under a barbell. I never you do barbell do, work. Really? I hate it. Yeah. I hate it, hate it, hate it. Yeah. Not because it's not great for you. It's amazing for you and I really respect when you can do it. But for me, I'm bored instantly. Yeah, you just don't like it. I don't like it's, it. It's important to be mindful of and to do things that you yeah. generally enjoy doing. And not only do I not like it, but I feel like the weight of the world is on my shoulders. Like <laughs> I feel I'm a I love real, a good oh, squat. I'll oh, tell I'm a you. Yeah, <laughs> see? And I am too. I love a good squat. Yeah. But I do it with free weights. So I'll do it with, you know, lighter dumbbells, with kettlebells, and I'll get my reps up. And so it depends what you enjoy doing, Mm. right? Um, And in saying that, strength work is great for young people too, but you can get away with whatever you want to do. Your body will respond. When you get older, you need a lot more strength work. And whether that is heavy barbell, heavy gym work, whether it is free weights, whether it's Pilates, whether it's body weight and mat-based toning, all of these things will will get you to the the end result. Um, But if you want very specific things – then yes, you can choose. So if you want to build your body in certain ways because you're a thinner body type, you want to go with those kind of those weight-based exercises. You want to be eating more. If you're wanting to lean out, you still need that base strength and it's really important. I see a lot of women that are worried about becoming bulky for want of a better word. And look, there is a phase when you're trying to lose weight where you're building some muscle, you know, your weight on the scales isn't going down. People Mm. get a little bit frustrated. You know, your body will always burn up the fat that is intra- or like it's in your organs, so in your liver and, and the dangerous fat before it will burn the external fat that you can see. So people get a bit frustrated where they're putting on muscle, you know, if they're overweight, of course, and they're, and they're losing a bit of this kind of fat that you can't necessarily see, but that's making you so much healthier to get rid of. Yeah. And they start to get frustrated and they'll often stop at that point. Whereas just a bit more consistency, consistency as soon as that goes, yeah. it, it, the weight speeds off you. Yeah. So once your body's healthy again, it, your metabolism kicks back in, you know, you lose fat a lot more easily. And, and I often see people get stuck at this point, but if that's why it's so important, people say, find something you enjoy. Like if you love squats mm. in the gym and you love that heavy, great, because you'll continue to do and then it. And you'll be consistent with it. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. And if you're yeah. like me, like I love mat-based toning, free weight work mm. and dance for my cardio. Mm. And, but I love it so much that I'm, that I'm never going to be inconsistent. If you love walking, but you can, you can supplement with some home strength. Yeah. Great. But just be consistent because mm. it's the consistency in life. It's what you do often that helps to see the results. It's exactly. what you can do forever, yeah, you know. Exactly. So, yeah. Libby, you look so healthy and you're literally oh, glowing and you look so you. fit. How many times a week do you work out? Oh, look, right now is not the best example because uh, – Isolation, <laughs> yeah. Well, but actually, just in a hole. Yeah, I'm kind of the opposite in isolation because we are live streaming. Well, you've been working I've not got a lot of stuff. Okay, yeah, true, I've got a lot of, true. So at the moment it's a lot. So I'm eating a lot more than I usually would. But typically for me, look, I, I – move my body every single day but it might not be for a workout so a philosophy I have is I say to people um, switch the word exercise for the word movement Mm. because movement should happen every day and I truly believe it should be an hour every day Mm. but keep in mind that's not 
exercise necessarily in the definition people see it where they have to get to a gym so whether that for me is that I get down and I actually teach a few classes and I've done my hour hour and a bit of of exercise Mm. or whether it's that I've gone okay today's been a desk day and I'm going to do a half hour work and walk in the morning and then run around the park for half an hour with my daughter in the afternoon so do you see how that's different if you're looking for an hour's worth of movement every day so true it's very different Mm. to an hour's worth of exercise which seems impossible Um, and also you wouldn't want to do hardcore exercise for that long but you know it might be that you do a 20 minute hit session and then you do a 40 minute walk or you're at home you know doing some stretching Mm. while you watch your favorite tv program all of this stuff is movement and that's what's important because the more you move your body the more steps you're making yeah but also the more hydrated your connective tissue is the more your body can push oxygen around your body and vitamins and nutrients and and the fresher you're going to look and the better your brain's going to operate the more energy you're going to have um you know it's interesting i think when people hit that point of the day where it's three o'clock and they're feeling like I'm low energy I need chocolate more likely what they need is a walk around the block yeah movement movement because yeah, it refreshes so your brain after movement yeah totally yeah. so you know it, it's really interesting I think if you replace that word exercise with the word movement, movement. um I always look to get an hour of movement in mm. every day there are some days where I'm like no way today I'm just chilling and that's fine too every now and then but most days I'll look to get an hour in mm. um and yeah out of that I probably generally on a normal <laughs> on a yeah. normal week I, I about probably five of those for me tend to be either a workout of some description but it's mostly because it is for my work so I would say to people if you can look for at least three or four is like the sweet point mm. uh, to be something to have something in there that either is strength work or it gets your heart rate up going amazing. to the gym going to a class yeah, yeah or just yeah. you know doing a bit of tabata at home or yeah. have a few free weights in your home mm. or you know uh, then that's great mm. and the rest just make up with with movement so. yeah my final question is something that I ask everyone that comes on board yes. so my slogan is like find your balance so like just basically finding what your balance looks yes. like for you so what does your balance look like for you Yeah, look, that's a good question. Um, For me, when I'm off balance is when I'm trying to juggle everything at once. So, and you know, you get a bit fuzzy. So I I might be working at home with my daughter hanging off me, you know, having to rush to a workout with a fuzzy head that I'm teaching. Um, You know, that for me is, is off balance. So for me on balance is when I can manage to clearly separate my the parts of my life I know that it all runs together and I do believe that but I also believe like if I can have four hours on a Wednesday afternoon that is just easy time and I'm not looking at my phone I'm not doing customer service you know that I'm there fully present with her then I feel like I'm being a great mum and then if that morning I've found four hours of a block where I've gone and I've taught two classes and I've had two hours of business admin and I've been able to fully focus there come home, have lunch and switch to daughter mode, that feels good to me. Yeah. You know, it's more about the feeling. It's yeah. more about the feeling of it yeah. because same here, like if, I, if I'm if i blocking out time to, to come and speak with you, what I don't want to be doing is, you know, rushing out in a crazy headspace and, and doing work on the way in. I want to be sit there and go, let's, let's just take a breath. We're going to have a really great chat with a really great girl yeah. and it's going to be really interesting and exciting. Yeah. And I want to be in that headspace and not yeah. speaking to you while I'm thinking in my to-do list. Exactly. So yeah. for me, that's been balanced. No, what you need to do yeah definitely and and then you know having time to do the things that that I love so for me I always find that if I've got time to read every night that's a good place of balance you know before I go to bed if I've got you know I'm in bed in enough time to sit and have a read but if I'm rushing off my computer straight to bed and I'm lying there awake I'm off balance so it's it's finding the times like for me it's blocking okay you know this is my teaching time this is my business admin time it's not always possible you know sometimes I'm there at the park with Izzy taking customer service calls but that's 
uh, not as bad as her playing while I'm doing my work on my phone. You know, it's exactly, uh, yeah. I, I like to be able to, to feel like I'm doing a good job of one thing, a good job of another. Like I go down to the studio quickly before uh, – in enough time before I teach to get pumped, get in yeah. the zone, bring my energy and, you know, then at night clock off in enough time to, to read and wind down and, and those kind of little blocking bits uh, are always, yeah, what I yeah. feel like I'm – okay, I've got a – I'm busy but I've got point. a good balance, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's about being mindful of your um, individual lifestyle as well and that's what I can see that you've done. You've Completely. nailed it. But um, thank you so much, Libby, for coming on board. If anyone does want to check out your socials or anything, where can they find you? Yeah, so I'm just at Libby Babette. Yeah. Um, and uh, my business, my my I guess my fitness business is at The Upbeat Bondi or yeah. my food's at chief underscore bar or at beautyfood.com.au. Thank you so much, guys. And thank you to my Seacasters for tuning in. I will see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.